Welcome to the orchardofwisdom.org and our Forgotten Children book series. I am Sarah Troy and I am going to introduce you to today to one of our authors, Duwati Bastido. Her chapter is on yoga and meditation, never teaching our children right from a very young age and how to manage life and manage their stresses. It's truly an illuminating chapter. Uh, please go to theauthorofwisdom.org and our Forgotten Children book, and you'll see all our authors there and each one of their chapters. And please don't forget to buy the book, share it out, have a book club. It's very, very important that we are investing in our children's futures and change the systems that are no longer serving them. So here is Duati Bastido. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another author's chapter on our forgotten children. Today, we have the beautiful Diwati Bastido from the UK. She has been interviewed by me quite a number of times. And if you listen to any of her interviews, which I please ask you to do so, you'll understand why. Her dedication to children and finding their well-beingness, learning to manage their stress, learning to handle uh, all those things outside in life that we as adults are finding so hard to do. If we teach our children how to do it when they're young, then it really benefits them. She teaches them yoga and meditation. But she says in this modern world provides children with many challenges, whether it be self-esteem, issues triggered by media, <laughs> images, peer pressure, or changing family structures, the Magnificent Me and Magnificent You empowerment cards aim to provide children with positive food for thought to support children in the knowledge that they are unique and special with many gifts at their disposal to support them on their journey's life. So it, all of this beautiful stuff that she does here is all about um, helping children manage their stresses in life. She has some beautiful cards, the Nature's Rainbow. She has some beautiful meditations. She has books out there. And as I said, I've interviewed her quite a few times and I invite you to please come and listen to those shows because most certainly you will benefit from them. But today it's about her contribution in our Forgotten Children book and the beautiful chapter that she wrote um, on why it is important for our children to learn meditation, yoga, you know, affirmation, self-esteem, and why that is so important. So welcome, Duwati. Thank you, Sarah. Um, I'm so grateful to be part of this amazing book and all the other authors, the, the whole content, it's so, it covers such a spectrum mm -hmm. that I think every single parent can dive into it and they'll find something that's relevant for them and their parenting and their the children that they're you know working with or supporting so my chapter as you said is on the meditation so um as you know i work with young children teenagers and i share yoga and within my class one of the activities that we look at is meditation mm -hmm. and it's so surprising. The young people that I work with really, really love meditation yes. because you you would think they're so used to being so active and so much noise and so busy and having such a fast-paced life and world that they live in that they might find meditation a little bit slow, a little mm -hmm. bit quiet, a little bit boring, you know. Or punishment. Just kind of like sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> But 
after we have a meditation session, they'll they'll just say, wow, that's so nice. I feel so calm. I feel so relaxed. I feel so peaceful. And it's what I need. It's what I need. And it's just nice to just be doing nothing. So like, mm. let's say to have an hour of yoga where for them, it's like doing nothing because they're so when in comparison to their everyday life yeah. of being very busy and they said so they just they just they, it's really nice and they feel really calm so that's why I thought writing and basing my chapter on meditation and just opening that concept up that theory to a wider audience who may not have done yoga or parents who've never really thought about meditation and showing the different types of meditation um when you read the chapter it we have the the one that many people are familiar with where you sit and breathe and you empty your mind but there's also other forms of meditation such as the walking meditation creation of mandalas and positive affirmation meditations as you read the chapter and we we go through how to do each one um so there's something that will fit with each child's different interests as well mm -hmm. so if your child is very active and may not feel comfortable just sitting and breathing you could practice the mandala meditation or the walking meditation and which is very powerful when you kind of follow the steps that I've detailed so um meditation so the mind our mind is so powerful and Buddhist yes. monks they've been meditating for centuries and the, the more you delve into meditation, the more you release like the superpowers that, you know, it shares with us. So, yeah. And, and teaching yeah. them young. I mean, this is something that they're not going to outgrow. This is something that's going to grow with them. And like mm. all the stresses that they come across, you know, whether it's in school, whether it's other kids, whether it's lifestyle things happening at home, you're giving them some techniques that they can use mm -hmm. anytime, anywhere throughout their life. And instead of becoming mm -hmm. stressed out adults, as most people are, you know, they, they learn how to manage their stress as they go through life. And so therefore see the clarity, understand what's happening, know how to digest the moment and how to react mm -hmm. to it rather than becoming reactionary, you know, people. So that it's a beautiful art form that I think, um, many people discover midlife but to mm. teach it when they're children to, that it becomes a part of their life a part of their tool and they're growing what a gift to them because in turn there will be a gift back to society and i think especially now with the growing mental health challenges that a lot of young people are facing because of different things that are happening in the world just giving them a tool where they can find that space and that quiet and just connect to their peace within when all the noise around them is so loud and sometimes just gets overbearingly loud to be able to kind of access a bit of peace and quiet within yourself is very, you know, empowering and calming and soothing. And it could be the difference, you know, from break breaking point, reaching yes. that elastic limit where you kind of like snap to kind of helping to get back to that, you know, that peace within. So that's, that's you know, the simplicity, but the power of mm. meditation. 
But it's also, I think, a way, you know, because we're always saying life is an inside out job, not an outside in. Mm. Uh, so it's not about what you have, it's who you are. And I think, you know, teaching that meditation where they can go in and hear that inner voice, you know, yes. see that inner compass, be that inner generator. You're giving them the tools to really listen in and, and then mm. from there follow that path rather than being enticed by the silver button um you know uh, the likes the this the fame and all of that you know it's uh they follow their conscience more because they're more in tuned with it through meditation yeah i mean and there's that famous saying like prayer is when you talk to god and when you meditate and listen it's when you hear that in that wisdom of the universe you can tune in or just hear it or feel it you get in you know, intuition or ideas will pop into your head. So meditations used by many top businesses, business yes. people, top artists to help them to manage their busy schedules and to get creativity and inspiration as well. So kind of supporting a young people to tap into that from a young age, which they can carry on just as you've just explained. Mm -hmm. That is... I think that's quite powerful. Very powerful. And and will we'll actually bring about um, more uh, calmer, more cohesive and more focused adults, which is what we desperately need. We're seeing very much in our generations today a disconnect with our children. And that's because they haven't been taught to go in and listen. And the influence on the outside is very, very loud static and and disruptive and they don't know how to access the calm within them so the sooner we can do mm. that the better um you know my my little grandson my daughter and her sister were doing yoga and there is he trying to copy you know his uh he's little bum in the air trying to copy what they're doing and it was so cute yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and the thing is you could you just get them to do it with you and it doesn't matter if they're not doing it perfectly. It's the fact that they're doing it with you. And it may they may not stay for the whole period, but that's okay. Because, you know, the more and more they do it, the more and more they begin to feel something yeah. from it and, you know, perfect it more. <laughs> and I think young children from my classes, they do love all the different positions mm. and poses. Yes. And they link it up with nature and the animals and they can add different sounds. And it's actually a very fun way just to explore their own being and their own sort of physical physicalities as they're moving into different postures. And stretching and, out postures that they normally wouldn't, right? So, you know, with yeah. yoga, they're, they're, they're elongating certain parts of their body that normally they wouldn't do, even in play. So this is, again, that, you know, the like yoga, like qigong or tai chi, that slow, deliberate movement, which allows the oxygen and purposeful movement which yoga is and i think that is something that again you're instilling in them through fun um, it but, it, it, but it becomes a tool again for something that they really like to do and will continue to do through life yeah and i think it also like helps them to access and learn more about themselves mm -hmm. because they're actually focusing on their own personal well-being where yeah. in everyday life they're just busy rushing around and I say like when we're having our yoga class it's like you're just giving yourself a hug a hug of love because you're this is your time to nurture and take care of yourself and just opening up that mindset from a young age that 
taking time out for myself to nurture and take care of my personal well-being is something that I do. Yes, yes. Because a lot, a lot of um, young people aren't exposed to that thought, that mindset that mm -hmm. it's really important to take time to take care of my personal well-being and yes. just to sit and rest and recharge my batteries, just like I recharge my phone, my iPad, mm -hmm. recharging me, me, myself, is important as well and kind of getting into that mindset from a young age yes. that you carry through to adult life because many adults neglect their personal well-being because yeah. they're so busy doing and taking care of others um they forget to take care of themselves so kind of instilling that that mindset at a young age to take time out for me and my personal well-being that's i think that's really important as well extremely Just, important just, it's going to help them manage yeah. all sorts of things in life but also i think mm -hmm. you know it's it um it's good for the body it's good for the mind, mm -hmm. it's good for the psyche, it's good for the heart, but it's good for the spirit. And I think it becomes mm -hmm. a time where inner reflection, um, mm -hmm. you know, inner calming in order to get the clarity they need and um, being able to stretch the body in a way that they're not doing through everyday activities and releasing, you know, some angst mm -hmm. or in you know, upset of the day. It's, it's a, it, you know, it's mind, heart, body and soul management isn't it yeah and i know when we were, when i was at school that was something that was never no. taught or brought up so it's really really lovely to see it now become more part of mm. the curriculum and more of a normal activity that schools are introducing to children yeah because it's, so it's it unreasonable to ask to a child to sit you know eight hours a day in a chair they're not designed mm. for that right so you know, the more you can kind of do, teach them something through activity where they can be physical, yeah. the more they're actually going to participate and want to do it rather than just fidgeting in their chair all day because, you know, they really want to get up and jump. So it's yeah. something um, and even, you have to do. Even providing the simple breathing techniques, say yes. like square breathing or, you know, cooling breath, all the different breathing techniques, that has a powerful effect on you know a young person's mental state as well to help manage anxiety and when you're yes. feeling anxious you know or stress just taking deep breaths in and breathing out slowly just making them conscious of mm. that tool that they have within and, their breath. and again it's not too early I mean they, they started doing this mm. when my grandson was two and it gets frustrated mm. to start throwing things and it would be take a breath some deep breaths okay now what is the real problem right so instead of reactionary and getting escalating or yelling at them and then getting even worse it is take that breath okay and then making them think about what why they're frustrated and how they yeah. can do something different they're not going to change in the, if they're in the middle of frustration they don't want to know there's a different way of doing it you have to bring yeah, them down to calmness first yes yeah. so you bring them down and to that... calmness and then you can introduce it yeah, and that's so powerful, just making them conscious of the fact yes. that if I breathe deeply and breathe out slowly, it helps me to feel calmer and helps me to feel better. And just bringing that to their mind, because unless a child is kind of introduced to that concept, 
it, it takes years for them to come to it themselves. Exactly. But if they've been introduced to it at a young age, then they can start making use of that more regularly as they get older and manage it and, you know, make it a very effective tool mm. for their personal use. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, for all the things that they have to face in life, take a breath, right? Take a mm. breath. Um, you know, which, you know, we, we wish that many people would just take a breath before they say something, could do something. And I think it's a really good practice to teach. But I think while we're teaching our kids this, it may be something that we haven't done as adults. So while mm. we're teaching our kids this, this is a beautiful family activity of, you know, yeah. of, of meditation or yoga or even just breathing or being out in nature and meditating in nature and then sharing how you feel afterwards. And I think it's a wonderful introduction to parents that maybe haven't done it, that doing it with the kids and making this the family activity and making mm -hmm. it a norm of a family activity and, and that the benefits help the whole family, not just the child. Yeah, and that's why with, within my chapter, just based on meditation, it's so simple to follow that a parent or a carer or a teacher can go through the different activities together. So you don't personally need to have any past knowledge of meditation or yoga. Mm -hmm. It's just simply explained. And as a parent, you can enjoy doing it with your child and you can also enjoy the benefits of it and see yes. the effect it has on your personal yes. state of, you know, and how it could bring the whole family down a few notches, you know, because, you know, if kids have been at school all day and they've been pent up or they've been made to sit, they come home, you know, they're, they're you know, it's like they need to get yeah. rid of some energy. And it's like, yes, they need to spend that energy, but you've got to make sure they're not necessarily in chaos. So it's yeah. once they've spent that energy, how do you bring them back down again? Because, you know, mm. they get so wound up is it's bringing them back down to that level place without fighting them to get to bring them back down yeah. and what I and what I would like to say also to teachers or parents maybe the first time that you attempt one of the activities it might be a bit chaotic but you'll find if you do it over you know several times then your child will become familiar with mm -hmm. with it and it becomes easier and more natural and then the benefits will be will become more so so even if the, on your first attempt it yes. may be a bit of a mess or it doesn't go how you envisage it to go please do yes try persistence, a few yes. times yeah and you and then you'll you'll observe the difference yourself mm -hmm. it's like yeah. the first time you get into a car to drive it it's very difficult yes. but after <laughs> your 10th lesson it's a whole different experience and that's what you'll find with many classes of any type, whether you're trying yoga for the first time, meditation, swimming. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it takes Once you a get familiar get with it. The flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the, the more they do it and the, and the results of how they feel afterwards, the more they're going to want to do it. Right. Because that's, I like the feeling. Me. I like because mm. every child wants to feel calm. You know, yes, they can be energetic and rambunctious even within their calmness. It's the mm -hmm. it's the kind of the hysterical energy we don't want because that just is, you know, like a firework bouncing everywhere. Yeah, so and then you just burn out. They yeah, just exactly. Frazzle themselves because they're the same as adults. So the mm -hmm. same way we 
enjoy a moment of peace and calm when life is very chaotic it will be the same for a young person they're just little mini mini yes mini minis <laughs> Well, we do also have a couple of people in the chapter who, who talk about children with, um, uh, I call them differently abled. You know, so they have some mental challenges. Um, some of them are based on kind of like the anger and, um, and, and can be violent. Other children, it's the frustration of, of lack of communication. And I think this, the, you know, the sooner these practices of, whatever level they can receive at the meditation the breathing even kind of some yoga moves or whatever with these children you're teaching them because they their condition is one that they don't always have control over it but if you're Yeah. teaching them a place to go or you can trigger them with let's breathe let's this or that and they know that's a safe place it's teaching them to manage their differently abledness as well and so you know this is a for people who have children that are on the any form of spectrum and you get that that side of it where they you know they're very hard to manage because they don't know how to manage themselves this is a good thing to introduce it to those children it may take longer for them to adapt to it but when they get to adapt to it and they know how that makes them feel I think it becomes Yeah. something they want to do Mm, and that's it. It's like presenting them with a little toolbox of different tools that they can pick out at different times that they feel is the relevant one at that moment. So even if it's just some mindful coloring in just to calm and soothe themselves Yes. and or just breathing, doing a few stretches. So giving them that toolkit to self-manage their personal well-being, that's a very powerful gift, you know, we can give to a young person. Yeah, exactly. And to the parents that are going through it too. Right. As I said, this Yeah. is this is teaching our children young, but I think at the same time, do it along with your children and make it a family affair. So now you've been doing this a long time. We've been I've been interviewing you Yeah, for a very quite long a few years time. now. So, you know, over <laughs> like the my age. <laughs> over the years, you've definitely seen, you know, how these techniques work. Um, Yeah, and so. I've I've seen how it's grown in popularity as well. Because Yes. from when I started, it was there wasn't it wasn't such a popular um, choice of activity. Now it's wonderful to see it's so much more. in the mainstream media and in schools and it's it's becoming more sought after as a as a way to support young people Mm. Right. And of course, you've got some wonderful um, meditation uh, take, uh, um, tapes, you know, sounds that where you speak and, um, and, you know, that's another wonderful way of bringing it in. If, if, you've, if they don't want to hear you, they can hear somebody else and just those wonderful techniques. And you've got these cards. Can you explain about what those cards are as well? Yeah. Oh, so like they're, they're, they're currently sold out, but the positive affirmation cards is basically you just pick one and there's a positive thought and then you can discuss the thought on the card and have it as a reflection for the week um, with your child. And the meditations, the guided meditations are based on nature and the colours of the rainbow, So the first one's like red rose and then you have orange, eating an orange mindfully. And they're available to stream or download so you can 
stream them on Spotify or wherever your child likes to listen to music, meditations, and just put a, a track on, and that helps to calm and soothe. And even at bedtime, it helps helps your child to maybe fall asleep easier. And then I have my books, which mm -hmm. are stories based on the natural world with yoga and activities interrelated to the story. So, so there's a, a little range of tools and, that I am creating or have created yes. that I share as well. So clearly this is your passion and obviously your calling, um, you know, because it, it just, uh, I know that, you know, there's, there's so much that you want to do, that you have so much vision of where you would like to take this, but it's always step by step, isn't it? Kind of as people awaken mm -hmm. to it, then the, then it can grow. But just to see over the years, you know, with your books, with your meditation, with everything you're doing, just seeing how you're blossoming, how you're growing, because people are seeing the benefit. People are seeing how it works. And then people, you know, are more, uh, I call it picket fence. They're more likely to share. I'm doing this. Have you tried it? Um, yeah. And that, and that's the way we do it, folks. The same with this book. We want you to have a conversation with other people, get other people to buy it, have a book club, discuss the chapters, things you didn't know. And, of course, we are going to have Ask the Author uh, sessions coming up starting at the end of March where um, an author, it will be a paper platform where we have 20 people at a time that can come in live and speak to the author about their chapter and their expertise. And this is a wonderful time for you to really kind of pick their beautiful brains and ask them questions that maybe weren't covered in the book um, or even, you know, why why they've done what they've done. But of course, with Dewati, um, I am just going to look here and see how many shows we've actually done. I mean, there's quite a few of them. Um, one, two, I don't know, three, four, maybe four or five shows that we have done. Um, and it's, you know, it's every time it's, I learn something new from it. And I, I want you to go back and listen to those shows, please, because they are about her passion, her conviction and the benefit of what she's doing for families. And this is why it was absolutely no brainer that she should be in this book, because this what she is doing is is a, a magnificent tool that we need for our children, for our families, for the general well-being of society if everybody could kind of get control of their emotions in a way not allowing their emotions to become you know i call it the pimple becoming a volcanic eruption you know if we can just keep it at pimple stage and let it have its burst but not grow into that volcanic eruption because people know how to manage that stress how to take a breath how to release it, then this is going to benefit families that then benefit society, then benefit the world. And right now, what we're looking at in the world with so much disruption, we most certainly need that path to peace. And this is certainly one because mm -hmm. you find peace inside. These are tools to how to go inside and find that inner peace so that you can bring that inner peace out. So thank you for all that you do. And thank you so much for being a part of our platform here. And of course, if you go to the orchardofwisdom.org and put in um, our Forgotten Children book, all of the authors come out there. Or you can just put in Dewati Bastido, D-A-W-A-T-T-I-E. B-A-S-D-E-O. And you will see her whole profile there and everything that she's done with me and uh, um, obviously the book and the chapter as well. But also people do give your, your site as well, love, so they can go to that. 
Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. I'm so grateful to be part of this book. And it's such it's such a wonderful book. And the, also the fact that it's raising so much money yes. for all the charities chosen by the different authors. So that is so what amazing. Is your, what is well your charity? Done. Yeah, no, uh, well, my, my, my chosen charity was Save the Children Fund, and they're doing amazing work globally mm -hmm. um, helping children. So I'm really glad that I've been able to do that. And I look forward to seeing the book shared globally and yes. raising, you know, loads of funds for all the different charities. And thank you for your support throughout the years. I am, you know, totally grateful. And the shows that you share and the work that you're doing, Sarah, I think you deserve a, an award. <laughs> the award is, is, is people receiving the information and doing something with it. You know, my motto yeah. is listen, learn and apply. You know, and, and the apply here is please buy the book. Um, you know, buy yeah. the book, whether it's ebook, whether it's the paperback, both um, the audio books will mm -hmm. be coming out uh, at the end of March in whichever way. But also we want not just you to uh, read the book and be aware but we want you to care enough to start talking about it because yeah. change is definitely needed. And this is what's reflected in this book mm -hmm. of what changes are needed and what we can do to be a part of that change. But this is an invitation for everyone to be aware of what the problem is, but also aware that they can be a part of the solution. And if we're aware mm -hmm. of what needed to be changed, we can be a part of that change. Change doesn't come about from government or institution. Change comes about from the parents or from the people demanding change from the government and the institutions. So when we see that change is needed, let us step up and start promoting that change and start finding solutions uh, for that change. And this book is just a step in that direction. Yeah, no, definitely, because young people are in crisis mode at the moment globally. Yes. So this book's coming at, you know, a really much needed time so thank you and oh my website was www.magnificentmemagnificentyou.com so just sidetracked but yes. thank you so much Sarah no, thank you very much and remember folks you know like the the charity that she's supporting save the children look at how many children that are war-torn right now and I can tell you from nearly 12 years of doing this and the amount of shows I've done people that carry trauma all the way from childhood and they don't even know why or what but they know the trauma is still there and they've got to face it and they have to release it um and be you know find that love within themselves again that maybe they couldn't find when they were children and we have so many children torn apart right now single mums war torn uh, violence out there you name it sex trafficking god you name it there's so much and so we do need to save our children because we need to change the systems that protect them and also to enable them how to manage any of their own stresses but also to be aware of how we need to educate them and uh, support them they're our future right so if they're children that are riddled with trauma then what are we going to get later very much of what you're seeing in the world right now. We don't want a repeat of that. So let's invest in our children because they're our future leaders. So thank you so much, Dewati. Please, folks, thank get the so book. Um, it's really important that you support this book, not just because it supports their organizations, but because of the content. Please have conversations with people about it. Have a book club. Um, and don't forget, pay attention to the orchardofwisdom.org, our Forgotten Children book. Also, our Facebook, our Forgotten 
forgotten children, everything that was is going to be going on there, live chats, anything else is going to be promoted there as well. And if you are interested in, in wanting to ask any of the authors a question, you can just go to the Facebook. I am interested in asking this author a question. How do I sign up? And uh, that sign up sheet will be coming up in March sometime. So thank you so much for your support, everyone. And thank you for your contribution, Duati. Thank you. Bye, Sarah. Bye, folks.